Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, Coming up this hour, another United States senator, when they're not too busy with the Supreme Court nomination process, has decided to put a hold on Eric Garcetti's nomination to be ambassador to India. This is Joni Ernst, a Republican from Iowa. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about this ridiculous, watered-down, phony internal investigation that was done on the whole Garcetti matter concerning a long-term key aide by the name of Rick Jacobs, who's been accused of sexually harassing staff members of Garcetti's. It's all coming up. We're going to talk with Brad Garrett now. He is uh, the crime and terrorism analyst for ABC News. And uh, what's uh, one of the fascinating things about this war between Russia and Ukraine is that Russia is so bogged down after a month when they were supposed to roll over Ukraine in three days. And it doesn't seem like they're going to make much ground movement anytime soon. So what's Putin going to do? Because he has to be extraordinarily angry over uh, the outcome here. Uh, Let's get Brad on because the U.S. government is brainstorming all the possible scenarios. Brad, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. What are the possibilities if this uh, stalemate continues? Well, I think the stalemate on the ground short term will continue but the real issue is going to be how he will up his game which could translate into uh, more missile attacks that he can fire from ships and from outside of uh, ukraine like in russia long range missiles he can go to biological chemical and god forbid he could go to nuclear uh, and many of the Russian experts I, I listen to and follow think he's completely capable of going to nuclear. And what kind of uh, nuclear strikes? Well, I think two possibilities, uh, I think. One would be what they call a tactical nuclear strike, which is a smaller nuclear bomb than, than let's say, ones that we might remember from, uh, you know, from World War II. Um, but the other is that he could blow up a nuclear power plant, of which he controls at least two of them, and one of them is one of the biggest nuclear power plants, or is the biggest one in, in Europe. And the, and the biological weapons, what form would that likely take? Do we know what kind well, of... It, it, yeah, it's it's really hard to say because there are so many different uh, 
toxins or agents biologically you could use. I think most people tend to think that he would more than likely use a chemical weapon because he's used them in the past. He used them uh, in Syria uh, not that long ago. Uh, and so I, I don't know. But, you know, President Biden today made a comment saying that, that Putin would pay a price if he used chemical weapons, but he didn't say what that might be because uh, he's probably not sure what that might be, depending on how they were used and where they were used. And what's the danger of nuclear, biological, or chemical clouds then drifting over other countries? Well, I think it's a real possibility. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're talking about using something biological, whatever you expose people to, uh, you could then expose all sorts of other populations, depending on how contagious it is. I mean, you can come up with some real awful scenarios there. The, the reason why I think there'd be a hesitation with biological is that it could end up affecting his own people. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, that, that's not my expertise, but I, I read about it a fair amount. So I think I think that's the reality. Chemical, biological, maybe a longer shot. But then, of course, there's nuclear. As this deteriorates and he's not getting anywhere, I think you sort of have to predict that he will go as far as he physically can until somebody stops him. When I say stop him, will somebody try to remove him from office? I don't see that happening in the short term. I mean, this is that important to him. There's no chance he would just withdraw. No, because it's not part of his personality. He's a Bigfoot kind of guy, right? Uh, He's got a black belt in judo. He's got all sorts of, uh, you know, might makes right. He has said that several times in speeches, and he believes that anything he does is okay if he believes it helps Russia and the Russian people. Now, the three of us could argue at length, has he done anything that would help the Russian people based on you know, sanctions and, you know, the amount of money that they're going to lose, you know, in the coming months uh, is just off the charts. That's what I mean. It just seems he's completely delusional that he's become a madman now. I mean, there's one thing to have a calculated evil strategy to take take over your neighbor. But this stuff that you're talking about, that the government officials are talking about, is just a guy who's gone completely unhinged and he's not in touch with reality anymore. He's really sort of a textbook autocrat because all of them, which is a person obviously that doesn't answer to anyone, that they all become unhinged at some point. Particularly, he's been in power 22 years. They they become unhinged because they don't trust anybody, and then they believe that there's a higher calling that directs them, and the rest of us don't know what we're talking about. You know, in this case, it would be his possibly his intel or spy chief generals in his military and so forth, because I'd be shocked if they haven't at least told him about the, about what he's was, was about to do and the pitfalls in doing it the way he has proposed in doing it. But I, you know, I don't know that that conversation happened, but I'd be shocked if it hadn't or that they did, they knew that they were stepping into real trouble based on uh, the way he did this. Do, do you think, there'd be anybody in his chain of command if he started ordering nuclear strikes who would try to thwart the process? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, there is, 
there is talk without confirmation that actually some of his higher-up military people have already left the country because they don't want to deal with what he's doing, which, if that's true, that's a big deal. Um, So, yes, there might be people at some point saying, we're just not going to do that. Now, the problem here, again, is that if you look at how Putin has structured the military and the intelligence service and law enforcement, he basically has people from the, his intelligence commu- uh, service, people he worked with back when he was in the KGB, that will do anything for him. They keep track of people to make sure that there's not dissent going on. So if you were going to basically figure out a way or attempt to figure out a way to remove him from power or, or kill him, uh, it, it might be difficult to do. Again, not impossible, but you'd have to get really the right people on your side which uh, would be a big step. And we will do nothing drastic until he pulls the trigger first. There's no way to thread the needle and preempt him in some way. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I guess it would depend on what our intelligence is. and Could we stop him from launching? And maybe, maybe not. I mean, I believe he's got what they call hypersonic nukes which are you know, five times the speed of light, which I don't know that we have anything that will stop them, to be quite honest. So you see what dilemma that creates. Um, but, again, you could easily start a global war based on what's going on in Ukraine if NATO slash us then step into it. All right. Wow, this is uh, about the scariest call we've ever had. Thanks, Brad, for coming on it's, with us. It's all, it's all very cheery, I know. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. No, we'll uh, talk with you again as things progress. That's Brad Garrett. He's the What's crime up? and terrorism analyst for ABC News in Washington. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, giving us his take on uh, take Vladimir Putin. And as you heard, he thinks Vladimir's in here for the, for the long range of this, whatever that leads to. Yeah, I read another story that because Russia has dual-capable missiles— it could be even difficult to see whether or not they've launched, you know, a traditional missile bomb or they've launched something nuclear. It'd be tough to figure that out. Yeah, they have uh, a new kind of um, weapon that that launches a decoy missile oh. to try to trick our, our tracking into following the decoy, and then the real one does the damage. And then the hypersonic missile, that is fairly new, and we don't have one, and we don't have any way to stop that. Because that can zig and zag. They can control it. And it goes, what did he say, five times the speed of sound? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, right. that's a big loss there. we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, tomorrow is a day that we bring uh, the audience to you, the voice line calls happens during the five o'clock hour if you want to leave a message you can do it on the iHeartRadio app we have a talk back feature they go to kfi the john and ken section and there's a little microphone you can use to leave your moist line message or just call the old-fashioned voicemail 1-877-MOIST-86 1-877-664-7886 we just got done talking to a ABC News reporter, it's their uh, terrorism analyst and specialist, Brad Garrett, and uh, yeah, that was not confidence-inspiring. <laughs> that was it. not uplifting. Uh, in a psychological analysis of Putin, it's like uh, 
This is an alpha one. Yeah. He's not going to back down. He may be unhinged. Uh, he's they're stalemate on the ground. Obviously, he's doing tremendous damage through the air, but he wants to capture the nation. Uh, remember, the, the original idea here was to uh, depose Zelensky, kill him, and install a puppet government, take over Kiev, the capital, and control as much territory as he, as he can. And he's done none of that. He's just done massive destruction in certain cities. And now the Ukrainians are going on the offensive. They're actually regaining some land, and 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 they're just they're pulverizing a lot of the Russian tanks, which seem to be very uh, ill-equipped for this uh, for this battle. Nice. And they've just uh, blown up a uh, Russian naval warship out in the Black Sea, and we're giving them. Uh, Biden said today another billion dollars um, humanitarian aid, but other military aid as well. So the wind's blown in the wrong direction for him. And so everybody's best guess is that he's going to, and I think the term I keep reading is escalate to de-escalate. In other words, escalate the attack in some manner, and that's what we've been talking about, biological, chemical, or even tactical nuclear weapons as a way to really get Ukraine to say, uh-oh, maybe we ought to right. give up because... So the tactical you know, weapons kind are... of the same thing we did to Japan. Yeah, the tactical that weapons are reason be... for dropping the bomb to tell them this is it. You better give up because we're really coming now. Yeah, these uh, these tactical weapons would be smaller nukes uh, that he'd use in the battlefield, maybe yes. to uh, you know win that win that battle uh, decisively. Yes. And then you've got the longer range, massive mushroom cloud uh, Hiroshima type bombs. Well, let's turn to our cranky president, who was out of the country. Uh, he made his way to Europe today. He was in Brussels, Belgium. He'll be in Poland, I think, tomorrow. This was an emergency NATO meeting. To talk about more sanctions, you probably heard by now we've agreed to take in 100,000 Ukrainian refugees, but they also announced sanctions on over 400 Russian entities. That includes members of Russia's parliament. So what happened here is a CBS reporter by the name of Christina Ruffini. Christina Ruffini. She was pressing him on whether or not this sanction stuff is enough of a deterrent. And here's what happened. Sir, deterrence didn't work. What makes you think Vladimir Putin will alter course based on the action you've taken today? Let's get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. Sanctions never deter. The maintenance of sanctions, the maintenance of sanctions, the increasing the pain and the demonstration why I asked for this NATO meeting today is to be sure that after a month we will sustain what we're doing, not just next month, the following month, but for the remainder of this entire year. That's what will stop him. Do you believe the actions today will have an impact on making Russia change course in Ukraine? That's not what I said. You, you're, you're playing a game with me. I know. The answer is no. I think what happens is we have to demonstrate the purpose, the single most important thing is for us to stay unified and the world continue to focus on what a brute this guy is and all the innocent people's lives are being lost and ruined and what's going on. That's the important thing. But look, if you're Putin and you think that the that Europe is going to crack in a month or six weeks or two months, why not? They can take anything for another month, but we have to demonstrate. The reason I asked for the meeting, we have to stay fully, totally, thoroughly united.
I thought, was there talk that Putin was going to cut off the oil and gas to Europe? He didn't do that, right? No, he, he, has, he hasn't done that. I because mean, they do need the money for their military, I understand. Yes, it's, it's, it's lots of billions of dollars. Because Biden, the way he spoke there, was to make sure we don't crack. And, you know, well, my crack is part of Europe, which relies much more on yeah. Russian imports yeah. than we yeah. do. Yeah, they're still... Now, uh, Biden was saying unequivocally there that uh, sanctions do not deter. However, apparently this philosophy did not reach Kamala Harris... Because a few weeks ago, she gave uh, a conflicting message. We're going to play a compilation of Biden and Harris uh, hmm. with uh, opposing theories. Cut five. Let's get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. Sanctions never deter. But if you believe Putin has made up his mind, what leverage do you really have? Why not put those sanctions in place now? The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. Hmm. <laughs> he just said sanctions never deter. She just said the purpose is to deter. Yes. I'm confused. Somebody please steer me in the right direction. I'm lost on stage here. That, that's our team. There they go. Well, I feel good. Sometimes you have to turn things around if it's not working the way. Wow. Now he's just saying, well, they don't deter, but you just got to keep them in place over the long right. haul. Just That's keep right. at it. This is not working, but we have to uh, stay together and keep doing what's not working. Okay. All right. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to uh, Yoga Pants, the mayor of L.A., his uh, nomination to be the next ambassador to India has been held up now by two U.S. senators. And we'll also talk about this dopey internal report that, what do you know, not only cleared Garcetti, but cleared Rick Jacobs of, of sexual harassing behavior. What good, a miracle. Good report. And, and, and Very take, reliable. Let's take the names of the people who compiled this report because uh, you should never... Oh, they're there. Yeah. yeah, you should never believe anything they say publicly again. Uh, John and Ken, KFI... John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you may have heard the last couple of weeks the continuing story that uh, we may have another uh, strike by the banana scanners. I'm sorry, that's grocery store workers. <laughs> they We're hate be that talking name. to the vice president of merchandising for Rouse after four o'clock to explain their side of the negotiations and what they're offering the workers that apparently is being refused. You might be a bit surprised. So listen in, coming up after four o'clock. Yeah, you get to take sides. A second United States Senator, Republican, by the name of Joni Ernst from Iowa, has placed a hold on Mayor Yoga Pants' nomination to be the next ambassador to India. And more is being made of this because apparently India is still importing Russian oil and has kind of taken a almost neutral position on the whole Russian invasion of Ukraine. So you'd think you'd want to have an ambassador there to discuss this complicated matter. The position, of course, is empty because they have not yet, and that would be the United States Senate, approved Garcetti's appointment. He got through a committee pretty easily late last year. But as we headed into March here, 
It was first a senator by the name of Chuck Grassley who said, I have concerns. And now it's this Iowa senator, you know, by the name of Joni Ernst. In fact, they are the two senators from Iowa, Grassley and Ernst. What's funny is this is a core progressive woke issue. It is. It uh, is. Sexual, sexual harassment, harassment at work. This is a whole Me Too thing. This is a whole Me Too thing. And if this was a Republican president and a Republican nominee, you know all the Democrats. This would be a much bigger story. Everybody in the media would be beating the crap out of Garcetti. They would love to harpoon this nomination. And, and this is a guy, and by the way, in a nutshell, in case you missed it, it's dealing with a former top eight of hits by the name of Rick Jacobs, who's being accused by numerous, both, uh, well, mostly former Garcetti staffers, of sexual harassment, things like forced kissing, groping, constantly ridiculous, over-the-line comments to them. It started with a former bodyguard of Garcetti's, an LAPD officer by the name of Matthew Garza, who actually filed the lawsuit. They kicked all this off, then other people came forward, and Garcetti has said, under oath, he never saw nor had any knowledge of this sexual harassment that's being uh, put out there. Well, a number of other... uh staffers by name are saying that they witnessed Jacobs doing this stuff and they heard Garcetti talking about it and they knew that Garcetti knew. Uh, they're putting their names out there. The, one of the most famous is Naomi Seligman, who used to be a spokeshole for Garcetti, and uh, she had a law firm uh, put out a 31-page official complaint, which they sent to every uh, every law enforcement <laughs> agency federally state local um and and that report made it to the senate committee yes grassley, grassley uh, that got his attention as an organization a whistleblower organization that's been representing Seligman to make the case and it was enough for grassley to put his hand up and say all right i want to put a hold on this we can take a closer look now he's joined by joni ernst uh grassley of course is a powerful member of the senate foreign relations committee uh and now, here's the thing. What Grassley wanted to do next is to take a look at a report, an investigation that was done on the allegations against Rick Jacobs and the knowledge by the mayor. Well, this confidential city commission report was sent to the Senate panel, and apparently it found no evidence that either Rick Jacobs acted inappropriately or that Garcetti witnessed anything inappropriate. So... It Basically, almost 100% cleared both of them. It's a, Do you believe that? It changed the dynamic. Not just claiming that Garcetti didn't know. Now, the report Jacobs says... Jacobs didn't do what he's accused of it, doing. It never happened. And no. this is a female investigator named Leslie Ellis. Ellis, yeah. Said that Officer Garza was not subjected to inappropriate behavior. That his, she knows this because, what, Jacobs told her so? Garza's what kind of an investigation was this? Garza's claims were not credible. The findings in this report were supported by evidence that Garza's account generally lacked credibility, where the other witnesses, including Mayor Garcetti, provided credible accounts. Mayor well, Garcetti provided credible accounts. I don't think I've ever seen that line before. No. No. This this is basically uh, the inner workings of uh, Putin's government here. <laughs> that, that all of his stooges... And his yeah. state-controlled media just uh, run with the uh, with the party line. Who's this Leslie Ellis? She must have had a big can of whitewash paint, boy. Oh That's, man, uh, uh, it, it it's it, 
Grassley says they have multiple whistleblowers, strongly suggesting that this investigation may be incomplete at best. No. That's a polite way of saying it's a load of horse crap. Right. Wow. Uh, I, it's hard to believe. Uh, <laughs> See the what report they do, includes summaries of interviews with LAPD officers, including an officer by the name of Bert Strogatz, who worked twice a week on the security detail with Garza. He told Ellis he never saw Jacobs inappropriately touch others. While Jacobs did pull Strogatz in for a firm hug, the hug was deemed appropriate. <laughs> we rule the hug appropriate. Wow. Yeah, he saw nothing. He didn't hear anything. What's funny is, I mean, there's there's more and more. Apparently, he gave a lot of appropriate hugs. And he would occasionally touch people's arms or shoulders, but none of this rose to the level of inappropriateness. And the forced kissing, I guess, was not credible either. That's what several others have been saying. Um, it's funny because just the other day... Now, some of the people a... we've talked about were not interviewed, including that former Garcetti aide, Anna Barr, who came up the other day. Right, because they found texts of hers uh, that sexual harassment of people by Jacobs was something, quote, everyone talked about in the mayor's office. So she's saying everyone talked about it. Uh, Naomi Seligman went through 31 pages of details of what's going on. But right. somehow Garcetti denying it is the most credible story out there. I, this is just, I mean, it's kind of expected that whenever you commission an internal report, it's not to be trusted. And I don't know where they found this woman, Ellis, to do this. I looked her up the other day. She's involved in some sort of investigatory law. But Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it's, it, it's worthless. It's propaganda. It's what they do. This is what a guy like Garcetti does. He acts all pious and says, oh, no, I would never condone such a thing. If I had known about it, I would have taken action immediately. He says that in that, that, that smug little voice of his. Matthew oh, Garza's no, never. attorney is Greg Smith, who said this report left out a lot of information that would have bolstered Garza's claims. Yeah. Now, tomorrow, this hour at 3.05, we'll be joined by Greg Smith. Oh. So we're going to be able to talk to him directly about this story, in particular this fake that looks to be. 310 pages? This makes him look even more guilty now. You put well, yeah, out, because you, it's way too suspicious. You put out a fake 300-page report that says nothing happened? That, that like, Jacobs never did anything? No. Nope. Not only... I mean, you think Garcetti would be smart enough to uh, just try to protect himself and say, look, I didn't know what was going on. But he actually goes as far as saying Jacobs never did anything when there's already a string well, of people, men and women by name, going public, under oath, testifying... Apparently, Jacobs testified in a deposition. I may have hugged Garza. I may have made some sexual jokes, but it never rose to the level of harassment. You see how they're trying to cut this? Sure. I didn't get aroused. Uh. All right, more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Champo, KFI. AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll be joined with the Vice President of Merchandising for Ralph's. After the news at 4 o'clock, they offered us someone to talk about the grocery labor negotiations and what they've been ordering or what they've been offering 
the grocery store workers, because you probably know by now the United Food and Commercial Workers Union representing uh, the grocery workers is uh, calling for a, a strike, which could happen. So we'll get into that coming up after well, the news. You see Biden uh, said today, expect a real food shortage around the world. Real food shortages. We already had that with the supply chain problems and well, inflation. and Now it's going to be uh, growing the food, planting and harvesting. Right. Because they're, Ukraine and Russia are major producers of wheat. Yeah, apparently in a lot of the stuff they feed the livestock, too, comes from those countries. Yeah. So that could affect your meat production. They got nothing to feed your, uh, oh, your, boy. your steer. Your, that's uh, that's going to be okay. That's what's going to hurt the beef, the cheese, and the bun. All three components. The bun. Yep. All right, time for a visit to school boards. Uh, we'll start with Georgia. We have some audio. Apparently a parent was complaining about sexually explicit content from a book that's available to high school students in the district. She starts reading a passage from the book, trying to make the point to the school board that it's not appropriate for any child to hear. And she gets cut off by a school board member. This is Cherokee County, Georgia. L let's listen. Here's an excerpt, and I'm going to really try to be careful so I don't get kicked out. Excited now, he pushed into her. As she squeezed her eyes and tightly as she could, her tongue circled her lips. He pushed harder, his breath heavy and labored. She scratched his back, and he cried out. She bit his ear and pulled his hair. There's a lot more to it. It's 50 shades of gray and CCSD. Step nine, then they give the verdict and pull all those copies that we bought back on the shelves of more schools. Excuse yes, me. Yes, you are right. Excuse me. Yes. We have children at home. I know live streaming, and, and it's really not appropriate. Don't you find the that. irony in that? You're exactly saying exactly what I'm telling you. Ms. You're Romer. giving it to our children. I okay. would never Romer. give this all to right. my children. Thank is you. out of order. Thank you. <laughs> out of order. I think, I think. We have gotten the gist of your information that you wanted to share with us this so evening. So you're cutting me off? So you have the, not, the last 30 seconds. That's Our attorney has said out That's of order. Right. I suggest that nobody submits any more books. It's not our job. It's your job to be getting these books. All this happened under your watch. Maybe you've spent more time reading these books instead of calculating the statistical demographics of those study, submitting the books. We wouldn't be grooming our children. Hmm. You're saying that we're embarrassing you. You're embarrassing us and our kids. It's not okay. You are supposed to be giving them a safe space in school. These books, if I can't email them to you and I can't say them, they shouldn't you, be in the school. Your time is up, Ms. Brown. You Thank know you. that. The book is Homegoing by Ya Gyasi, described as an extraordinary novel that illuminates slavery's troubled legacy both for those who were taken and those who stayed. Yeah, and it looks like they have some uh, steamy sex scenes in it. Was that a rape, you think, or is that just a sexual I, I encounter? Know. I couldn't. I mean, I, I don't know the book. So, I, I don't know, but but it's just funny. She, she's parent is trying to make a point. It's like, you shouldn't be having kids read this book. And they freak out and go, well, you can't say that out loud. There, there's kids listening. Well, the, the school district made the distinction that the book's only available to high school kids, but there could be younger kids watching the live stream of the school board meeting who are hearing the passage being read. That's how they explain their stance there. At the, well, except... The it, sexually charged passage. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, that's the eternal debate is that at what age do you uh, allow any of this stuff? 
You know what's interesting? You know the big fight in Florida over the uh, new law that there's going to be no sex education third grade and under, which uh, the activists have claimed it's don't say gay, right? It's aimed at, uh, at uh, gay people. And, and the word gay isn't in the law at all. It's all sex education. Turns out that 52% of Democratic primary voters agree with the law. Like, not only... Florida, you in mean? In Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Democrat. Because most parents don't want their kids getting sex education in school when they're eight years or younger. That's that's a very widespread. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you just don't, you don't want that. And I don't know of a single parent who was talking about this stuff to their kid when they How were eight years old. Differentiate though between sex and then just talking about the fact that there are gay people who have rights to exist, you see. Uh, that's why I couldn't delineate in that debate. You know what? That stuff doesn't come up in first, I certainly second, don't want a teacher grade. in second grade talking about, you know, sexual activities between any persons. But right. the fact that people exist in society and you can't ignore them, you can't uh, leave yeah, that out of the, the classroom. The, yeah, the bill just talked about sexual education. It, yeah, it didn't I didn't say you how, can't. Yeah, well. How broad that was. And I have not read the bill. Maybe I'll go do that. All right, coming up next, her name is Kendra Doyle. Uh, she's going to be joining us. She's the vice president of merchandising for Ralph's. They offered her to talk about their negotiations with the grocery store union representatives. As you probably heard, there could be another strike at the local grocery stores. Coming up next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.